Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four, a health and fitness and life coach, a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to help you heal thyself from the inside out by helping you manage your brain and your body through food and movement. I'm here to help you get into your best zone. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome. I'm excited to be here. It's been a while since I feel like I've done my own podcast. I've been doing some really fun interviews, which I love, but it's always fun to just be able to come on here and share a few of my thoughts with you. So today is episode number 29, and it is thriving in your sweet spot of effectiveness. So I will jump in and explain if you what that all means. And for some of you, what even the sweet spot is, I will let you um, into some of my thoughts and we'll uncover some of those. And I just also want to say um, thank you to everyone who has participated so far. I started a giveaway a couple weeks ago and it is for some Amazon gift cards, $50 Amazon gift cards. So thank you for those who have left a review and you um, can enter the drawing by leaving, going on to your podcast, your Apple podcast app and clicking on my episode or on my podcast, and then you can scroll the bottom and leave a rating and review. And you can enter it that way. And also you can enter it by just um, do taking my podcast, screenshotting it and posting it to your stories and then tag me in it. And that's another way to enter. So um, I'm trying to get to 75 reviews. So we're getting there. And once that happens, everyone that's entered will be entered in for the gift card. So um, I will just read one of the reviews right now just to get you all excited. And they make me really happy and it makes me motivated to keep going. And it just helps me know that people are listening and that the people that want to find this, that it's helping them. So here's one from Huge Fan. Cami Banks is a great host, and this is an excellent podcast for anyone who wants to be better in the, with their relationships, food, exercise, and well-being. Cami brings her life experience and what she is learning to help others help themselves. Her voice radiates with passion and excitement as she talks about the topics she loves. She is a triathlete, life coach, and a mother. You will truly love this podcast as you embark to get out of your comfort zone. So... Thank you, huge fan. That was fun, and it's been fun to read. I love to read all of them, and it really just helps me know what you're liking and what you're learning and how I can fine-tune the podcast even a little more. So thank you, and anyone else that wants to enter, we still have – it's still open. So enter. That'll be fun. And the other thing is that last week in my newsletter, my Thursday's Thoughts and Tips, I did um, introduce a new program that I'm doing, and it's a six-week – program and it is called team elevate and it is for 10 people. So I have some, a few slots left, but it will be helping us, um, everyone in the group gain, you know, a stronger mind, a stronger body and help find our inner athlete. And by doing that, we will do six weekly coaching calls and every week we'll have a coaching call via zoom. When we get on and we coach and also each week that you will receive a module or a lesson 
about the topics that we're discussing. And then there'll be um, worksheets to go with each of those. And there'll also be, we'll work on food protocols, getting a personalized food protocol, and we'll write personal, I will write personal exercise programs for you. And you can communicate via email 24 seven. So, so much fun stuff happening. And I'm really excited for this program. It is the first time I'm launching it. And you guys will get to be in the groundbreaking nest <laughs> of it all, and we can all improve together. So yeah, pop on my website. You can get on my wait list. And if you have any questions, you can ask them there, or you can get on my Instagram at Kemi Banks Coaching and ask questions there. So I'm really excited. And maybe if this isn't for you, you can share it with a friend. And this is a great time to start um, finding our best selves and starting in January where we're all ready and willing to be our new and improved best self. So that's exciting. So anyways, um, I do want to talk about sweet spot training. So if you listened to my episode last week with Dr. Jennifer Finlayson Fife, at the end of it, we just were talking about raising kids and how there's such a sweet spot in doing that. And that's finding the balance on how, how to be, we were talking about um, teenagers or young adult children, how to raise them and still find the balance of helping them, but not taking away their journey and not being too hands off. So there is that sweet spot. So that's what I'm going to talk about. And I'm going to actually compare it in a sense, um, in a cycling sense, because I am a cyclist and, um, we do sweet spot training. That's a really big way that we, we train as cyclists. And, um, so a sweet spot is where you, um, it's you get your optimal balance. So it's where you can have your, um, the most amount of intensity and the most amount of volume and be able to perform the most effectively right in that area. So it is a percentage of your FTP. And just, if you're a biker, you'll know what that is. And if you're not, it's okay, but it's your functional threshold power. And it is what you supposedly can ride for one hour, like a max out one hour. So is what you do, you take a percentage of that. And there's a various a percentage, but um, the range that I've gotten from all the different, well, there's lots of different ranges, but I, I'm just going to put it into 84 to 97%. And that's the range that you train. So I personally, with my coach, I train 85 to 90% of my FTP. And when I do that, I can train at, that's the intensity, 85 to 90%. That's the intensity. And I can train for longer than, than if I, in FTP, if you just train, if you just do your all max out 100%, you can only go for one hour supposedly. But if you have a 85 to 90%, you can go longer and, um, so that's where you want to get to so you can get be most effective and you can improve your biking skills. So when I lived in Texas, my um, my coach, not the coach I have now, but my coach in Texas, he was really good at teaching me about that and really trying to find it and hone in on that. And it really improved my biking skills. And it was so exciting because that um, when you race triathlons, you swim and then you, the biking's in the middle and the swims at the, the runs at the end. But the biking is the the most. It is the biggest chunk of your race. So it's really important if you want to become a better triathlete to really work on that. And, um, and it's the best if you can be the most effective. (laughs) So it works really well. So that's when I talk about sweet spot. That's what it is. It's finding 
your optimal balance. And the way that happens is that it's not necessarily means that it's comfortable when you find your sweet spot. It means actually it is where there's discomfort, but it's still manageable. So it's, it's taking you, um, you don't like when we stay, we have different zones when we train, but zone one would be more of a more comfortable place. Um, zone two, you're pushing out of comfort. And then when you get to your sweet spot, you're at the end of zone three, tapping into zone four. And so like in life is what it means is that we're willing to be uncomfortable, but we can still manage it. And when we get like into zone four, high zone four, top zone five, it is very uncomfortable and you can't manage it for very long. So just some bike lingo and some training lingo that, um, it's exciting if you want to start fine tuning and become more effective in your workouts, but we're going to apply this to life and different situations in life. So taking and remembering that the way we're going to compare this is that when we find our sweet spot, it's the, it's our, it's our willingness to have, um, to be in discomfort, but still to be a place that we can manage it. And that's how we're going to, that's, that's the place we want to find our sweet spot at. So, um, and you push up against, you push up against your really, how uncomfortable you can be before you quote unquote, like can't manage it anymore, or you hit the wall or you basically, your body just stops working. Right. So that's what we want to talk about. And, um, I know that for me, I, it's always fine tuning this. Even when I talk about, there was a range, you know, the 85 to 90% when I, when I'm training my sweet spot, it's still a fine tuning right there. Because if you get too far out of that, some people can, they don't know they can push up to 95%. But if you get too far out of that, you just, um, you don't have the ability, your heart, (laughs) your heart can only, only beat a certain amount of beats. And if you go too hard on that, you don't have enough left for the run at the end. So that's why it's, it, it really is fine tuning that, especially as a triathlete to really get that bike the best that you can so that you can perform and be the most effective when you get to the run. So I like this quote that I found I um, was reading and um, his name is Todd Henry. He wrote a book and he had, I read some of the article that he wrote about it and I'll link that into my, um, into my show notes. But he said to thrive in life and work, you must strive to discover your sweet spot of effectiveness. So that's what we're, we're going to try to do. And the book that he wrote is called louder than words. And it really helps us learn how to find the sweet spot in our everyday life. So that's what we're going to, we really want to focus on how we can get to that. And there's not really like a magical exact percentage like you can get into biking. So it does take a lot of fine tuning to get to it. And it takes a lot of trial and error. So the first thing that we want to talk about, we're going to talk about three different ways and trying to find our sweet spot in life. And we're going to just before we talk about that, we're going to, it's, it's comprised when we find our sweet spot in life, it's comprised of situations and activities where they create the most unique value for their effort. So that's what we want to get to is where it's the most unique value for the, the, the effort. This the trade-off is the effort. So the first thing is that we have to be willing to put action into it and, um, not just stay in more of a passive thinking. So is what that means is that oftentimes, um, we want to just sit and think about, okay, um, what can I do? We kind of stay in the comfort zone because we're, we're trying to, um, 
just have reflection on like, what, what, how can we be better? What can we do? But we're not taking any action. So on, if we're really going to try to find a sweet spot from the beginning, we have to be willing to put forth, um, that massive action. And then we can, we can put it out there. So you need to act first and then you can sort later. So we put it out there. We try to see if this action's working and maybe it works, but maybe it's not the most effective. So we need to fine tune it. Or maybe we just, we feel like we want to burn out really fast and that's, that's a little bit too extreme. So we want to pull it back a little. So we act first and then we'll sort later. So the reason why that's effective is because that's actually having us try something and actually having us see how we can get to that. And so when I work, so here's an example, when I work with people, um, most of the time when I work with them, they are into a place where they want to want to move into action. They've done, they're done pre-contemplating it. They're, they've been thinking about it for so long, but they're like, okay, I'm ready to take it into an action level and that they're motivated and they're ready to do that. So they'll take it into an action. And then where we get to how we find the sweet spot and how we find that balance is, is uh, we actually have to do it. And then we can say to that work and then we evaluate it from there. And the evaluation is where it's really important because that's how we're going to find out if we've made it into that sweet spot. And for most of it, you'll see what I'm talking about, but it's kind of like when I talk about getting out of your comfort zone, that is the sweet spot is getting out of your comfort zone because that there is discomfort, but it's still manageable. It's that if we try to get too far out of our comfort zone, then that's when we hit the wall and we can't manage it. So that's where we have to find balance it. And when we don't even get to our sweet spot, it's most of the time because we're just staying in our comfort zone and we're not getting out. So most of the time when we start, we're willing to get into the action, then, okay, we're like, let's do this. We're going to do the action and then we'll sort out later. So that's the very first thing. And, um, the second thing when we get to it is your sweet spot is not always your most enjoyable, which I think we've probably gathered by now. Um, a lot of times people think, well, um, maybe the sweet spot feels really good. You know, you think sweet, like maybe candy and it tastes really good. It's the sweet spot because that's where it's, um, you find your most effectiveness and it's not always the most thrilling, but it allows you to have the most massive impact. So think about that. It's where, um, it it's, you will have the most massive impact and it is going to require you to possibly, you know, not be all the way comfortable, but that means because you're out of your comfort zone, because you're ready, you're ready and you're willing to be more effective. So in, in the book that, um, Todd Henry writes, he says that you are willing to also realize what your unique capabilities are and you add value through those activities and you are more in love with your results than you are with the temporary comfort. So think about that, that you are willing to have the discomfort because you're more in love with the results that you want. So that's going to be a really important factor when we're trying to think about, um, so people that are really trying to work on honing in their food, when we do a food protocol, we really want to find out how to fine tune that and make our food a little, um, how to be most effective, get the most amount of food that will help us and still help us reach our goals of being healthy. And, um, 
he talks later on in the book, it says the word passion is often tossed around casually as if something necessary for great work. And he says that so many times we actually ignore what the root word of passion is. And that means to suffer. So when we're passionate about something, that means we're willing, if necessary, to suffer a bit on behalf because we care so deeply. And that's really where we need to get to when we, when we really do step out of our comfort zone and we're trying to find that sweet spot. It's that we need to be willing to have that suffering. We need to, we need to have the passion enough to drive us to where we really want our end result to be. And for example, for me, when I was doing my end result, which I shared in the very first podcast, but I really wanted, I really was trying to fine tune it. I was really trying to find the sweet spot of my training. And I really wanted to get a qualifying slot to go to Kona, which, which I've tried for so many years, but then I really was, my passion was really strong and I really was focusing on the end result and I was willing to suffer a bit. And that's really when I introduced into myself intermittent fasting. And I did that for, um, six months or seven months. And I was really able to, um, the discomfort that came from intermittent fasting was really, I was okay with that because my passion was driving me more to find the results of what I wanted in my race. And I was able, that's when I was able to drop my eight pounds is because I was like, I was willing to suffer that for a bit, but my passion for triathlons and trying to be effective in that really was what was driving me to that. So, um, and that is the case for anyone that, we have to not think that the sweet spot or getting out of our comfort zone is going to feel good. It's not necessarily going to feel good. It's just that we can manage it to some extent. And I think this is what happens to some people is when they try to do, say they try this, this thing, this diet plan that they think is going to, in 30 days, they're going to lose all this weight. And the problem is, is that it's not actually manageable. It is uncomfortable. So they're willing to do it, but the way, way is, is actually not manageable because when they get out of that, they don't know how to manage it. And so they just they don't stay in that. And they basically just, it's just too overwhelming and they drop off that. So it's, they've gone out of their sweet spot to where it's just too overwhelming. And then they drop to basically like back to their comfort zone, back to what they're used to. And they're not in their sweet spot. So you see, it does take balance and it does take trial and error. That was the first thing we said, we have to be able to act and then we can sort later. And then the next thing is we have to be willing to know that it's not comfortable, but it's where we can manage. So that's why the tweaking comes in is because when we start realizing we're tapping out of that, we're pushing up against too much and it's too hard, then we have to pull back to where we can find discomfort, but we can still manage it. And I think the last point is really interesting because, um, it's, is that we don't, you know, we don't have to find our sweet spot in life. Some people don't ever do it. Um, and because sometimes they don't know how, or maybe it's just, they really don't want to get out of their comfort zone. But in Todd's book, he was saying, but the truth is that he's interviewed thousands of people. And he says that the most gratified and the ultimately most successful people he's known are the people that have found a strong sense of self and they have engaged in, in at least some attempt to shape their work and reflect their unique abilities. And that means that we have to be willing to when we have to put that action out there, we have to be willing to see what we're capable of, what our abilities that we're, what we can push up against and still manage it and not 
break, basically, <laughs> not hit the wall. And so it, it does take us figuring out what discomfort can we handle. And we like to sometimes say, like in my life coaching arena, we say, what flavor of discomfort can you handle? And discomfort comes like in all forms you know, it comes in forms of failure, of being afraid. It comes in being lonely or being embarrassed. It comes in um, just like a lot of pain that we we have to figure out how much can we handle of that. And that's how you figure out what flavor you can handle. Like when I'm cycling, I, I know that I can't handle anymore when my heart rate <laughs> goes too high, but I can't produce power. And that's called, it's called decoupling where you just like, oh my gosh, I can't do it anymore. And you can tell you have it like this complete drop off. But in our life, we have to figure out what discomfort can we handle and how much can we push up against? And is it that we can only handle, if we're embarrassed, we can only handle a certain amount of that, but maybe we're willing to fail and that isn't as hard for us. So that's where the fine tuning comes in. And that's how we figure out what our unique gifts are, because we, we know that some things we're better at and some things it's harder for us. And, and you find that balance by just trying and doing it. But I love how he says that the people that are the most successful and that have the most, um, gratifying life is that they're willing to do that. And I mean, I've said this a lot of times, but we really have no guarantee in life. So I say, why not try? And if we, if we can't succeed or we, or we fail, quote unquote, we're willing to, from there, fine tune it and make it, and then find more of a balance from there. And, um, I just, I know in my own life that when I've you know, obviously when I've done sweet spot training and my cycling, it's helped. But when I've really tried to hone in and even in my personal life, I, I know that it's been painful because sometimes I have pushed up too much and I have gotten out like too far out of my comfort zone, too far out of the sweet, sweet spot. And I basically quote unquote, just gotten too overwhelmed. And I just feel like I have to stop. And when that happens, sometimes you just want to think that you can't do it anymore, but that's the time when you realize that you put forth the action and that's the time to sort it out. That's the time to reflect and evaluate and be like, Hey, how can I fine tune this a little better to find my most effectiveness? Like what I did before didn't find me most effectiveness because it got me too overwhelmed and stuck. And that now I want to pull it back and just, I want to take the things that I learned and put that into it. And that'll help me get my um, closer to my sweet spot. So it, it, it is a process and it's a lifetime process of trying it and getting a little bit closer to it. And, um, you know, balance is, I think what we're all striving for. And, um, I was reading this quote and it says balance means doing enough, not doing it all. So I think we have to realize that we aren't required to do everything, but balance helps us figure out what is the thing we want to do. And, um, another quote I saw is balance isn't fitting everything in. It starts with what is the most important and letting the rest fall as it will. And I think that's such a good reminder for us is that we have to see like where and how do we want to make it the most important thing, find those things that are important to us. We start with those. And then the things that aren't quite as important will fall as they may. And that can be hard for us that people that, you know, especially moms, when we think we have to do so many things, it's hard to let see which one's going to fall. But, um, it, I would like to suggest that it's better to let some things fall than get to a place where we hit a burnout and we let everything fall. And then 
then we kind of have to re revamp everything and not start over, but it takes, it's a little bit harder to get to a place where we're completely burned out and then revamp it. Then to just let a few things fall, do the most important things, and then we can work the other things in. So I think that there's so much to be like for us to learn. And when we're willing to get out of our comfort zone, it is an unknown place. So we're not going to exactly know what that sweet spot is unless we try it. So, um, I just think some, a good question to think about is that when we're really trying to get better at our comfort zone, um, is, and when we're like really thinking like, how can this be most effective is what outcome am I committed to and how can I structure more of my activities around it? So when we, when we know what the outcome is, what, what activities are we going to structure around the outcome and keeping the outcome in mind will really help us, um, with our thinking and with the feeling we want to get to, because, um, we know what our long term goal is and that can keep us, um, in a, in a process and helping us have positive self-talk and having us feeling of like, we know we're striving for something and that even if we don't quite make it the first time around, we're just like, Hey, well now this is a chance we get to fine tune it. We tried it, which is better than some, we didn't stay in our comfort zone. We got out of our comfort zone and now we're going to fine tune that. So always watching how we talk to ourselves when we're trying to find the sweet spot and always realizing that if we are truly our own boss, let's be the boss that's loving and willing to, you know, fine tune from after the mistakes we make or when we fall out of the comfort zone. But if really in life we're trying to be the most effective, it is, I think it's worth it to try to find our sweet spot and try to find that area where we can have balance. And, um, I know it's, it's something I work on on a day-to-day basis when I, I'm a mother and I try to have the balance on helping my kids, but not taking, you know, taking away what really is their journey. And I have to find the balance when I'm working and I'm trying to get my workouts in and trying to somewhat have a clean house. And <laughs> I have to figure out how that all works. And I, plenty of times I, I fell and I get out of the sweet spot because I haven't kept the balance. I I think I get to a place where I have to, I personally think I have to do it all. And then I let a lot of balls drop. But if I get to a place where I'm like, I know what's most important and I do those things and I get those things done. And then the other things I pick up as, as after I get the other things done, then I know I've got the most important things done. And then I go down and I work on the other things. And I feel like I can keep more of a balance that way. And I don't get to a burnout place and I can keep going. Like it is uncomfortable, but it's still manageable. So I just think all of us are trying to get to a place where we want to thrive in life, but it does take us striving to find that sweet spot. We have to strive and we have to keep going at it. And when we can get to that, then we can be effective. And we have, you know, we kind of have that extra bit of energy to keep going because we know that, that we have, we know we've, we've gotten to a place where we can have discomfort, but we can manage that discomfort because we've been working on that. We've been training in that zone for so long that we, we understand that. And it kind of gives us that boost of energy to be like, I got this, like I can do this. So, um, I just know like in my races, when I'm racing that, when I, I know I'm in the sweet spot because I'm like, this is uncomfortable, but I'm like, I can do this. And that for some reason gives me this little kick of energy, this little boost to keep me even going longer. And I, I've also had races where I finish and I'm like, I didn't, 
I didn't really get out of my comfort zone enough and I really didn't push hard enough. And I, we kind of call it sandbagging. And at that point too, I'm just like, okay, next time I know that I, I can go a little harder. I know that there's areas that I can push a little bit more. So I think we're always learning. And, and if we're willing to always be learning, then we are going to get to where we are thriving in life because we're continuing to strive to find our best self. So so yeah, let me know how this goes. Let me know if there's some tricks and things that you all have found to find your sweet spot. And I would love to hear them because I think we all would love to have a few more tips and insights. But anyways, I hope you guys have a great fall week. I know that we... We're just going to be trying to do a few fall things. We are going to carve some pumpkins, hopefully, and do some carameled apples. And um, yeah, anyways, thanks for listening. And I hope you have a great week and we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Would you like to feel more in the zone on your life's journey to finding your best, healthiest self? I created a coaching program called the Zone Performance Coaching, where we work on mindset, eating, and exercising from the inside out. I have a six-week program and also a free clarity session, and you can find out that information on my website at camibanks.com. You can also get on to Instagram at camibankscoaching and leave me a message there and reach out to me in either place. I would love to hear from you. Also, if you liked this podcast, I would love for you to rate and review it and share it with a friend. Thank you.